This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey guys, quick announcement. We are going to be taking off next week from Eldermorn in the main feed to post another episode of the Rotating Heroes podcast. The Patreon will be getting a brand new episode of D&D Court in the short rest feed. Uh, we're going to keep doing this the last thursday of every month the rest of the schedule will be completely normal so january 28th is a rotating heroes pod and then there will be another on february 25th uh taking a break from the main campaign uh the last week of each month will give us more time to work on other nadpod projects like the video game and give us time to bank episodes so we aren't constantly playing catch up Um, but the rest of the thursdays every month will be regular campaign episodes that's it on with the show Welcome to the campaign, after the campaign, after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. <laughs> I'm your Dungeon Master Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Corbo Babino, the man with the beak who knows how to motivationally speak. Nice. Do you guys write these beforehand? How did you I wrote this five days Why ago. Why do you always throw me off? Emily is upset. You exist despite me. <laughs> you got to text me beforehand. Judging by her reaction, I could tell Emily has a great rhyme planned. Oh. Next up, of course, is Emily Axford. Oh. Terragon Snake Root, Keeper of the Dragon Rose, who's uh, all the good decisions she has chose. <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. <laughs> I think if you said it more confidently, it really would have worked. Yeah, you know, I didn't know it. it. Was a good I rhyme. was stumbling. I was putting. I was laying track as the fucking train went barreling. You Carrie Strug style, you land. I see Lou is twisting his face, clearly trying to concoct a poem as everyone else is speaking. So before he can think of anything, let's welcome our guest, Lou Wilson. Uh, it's Jabari the Safari. Uh, he can box like an ox. He's as dumb as an ox. Or, but it's Harry I'm planning to marry. <laughs> Do you have... A robot <laughs> open that is writing a poem for you. Yep. I've not, guys, I won't lie. I have to be honest. I'm plagiarizing. Uh, that's from I'm Harry. I'm planning to marry from Calamity Jane. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I, might I freaked be out. Saying, just <laughs> I might be saying something controversial. I really think that's <laughs> the best intro we've ever had. At least crying. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you rhymed ox with ox, I was so sold. <laughs> Box is like so- an ox and is also as dumb as an ox. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> two oxen it attributes. Safari with Mary, which I was like, no. Like, I was looking at this being like, know. these are all, it's all like lyrics. And I, it's, I'm now realizing it's just lyrics and poems that involve the word safari, not that it rhymes with. Um, 
the tricky thing about poems is that they don't all rhyme. <sighs> I'll be this ready is... next week. Y'all better watch out. I'm gonna, <laughs> really I'm, beautiful. I'm going to hire a workshop. Yeah, you'll be ready next week, and then Jake will be, be like, Jake the Crow Cabano, and yeah. then you'll be like, what? We're not doing rhymes this week. Okay, I'm everybody. Agent of chaos. Let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last week, the Hexbloods led the Petty King's troops towards Pearl Hill on orders to kill the King's half-brother Weimer and his traitorous army. Along the way, you concocted a plan to sneak ahead and do a pre-parlay with Weimer, hoping to avoid a battle altogether. Great idea. After convincing the prophet Gideon that your toads needed a rest, um, the Petty King's troops camped out for the night while you snuck off. You approached Weimer's massive war camp at Pearl Hill, managing to knock out several patrolling guards to steal their armor. Using your new disguises, you were able to infiltrate the camp, but shit hit the fan with a failed sleight of hand check at the side flap. Shit hit the flap. Once you were attacked by Weimer and his knights, it became quite clear that a parlay wasn't going to work, so you decided to try to cut the head off the beast by killing the would-be king. However, Weimer managed to barely survive your onslaught and was dragged away by one of his knights. Still, he is not out of the woods yet, and the same can be said for the Hexbuds, who are surrounded on all sides by extremely... It could be said. Who's right. saying it, though? <laughs> Who's, Who's saying it? Say? That's, uh, it's a matter it? of opinion. I'm saying it. I'm objectively <laughs> saying it, that it's a bad situation. I'm looking at the papers here. I've got the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Objectively a bad situation. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. Um, and that is where we are now. So you are all Ooh. in the middle of this battle, blaring war horns going off alerting the other areas of the camp shouts of the king is injured save the king are just shooting up through the camp um and we are going to hop right back into initiative uh near the top of the order so there were um three knights one of them uh has gone and started to pull the king away uh the king is about like 25 feet off uh the other two that were on jabari are going to keep taking shots at jabari uh these two guys uh take two swings each with their great swords 19 to hit on the first attack is going to do it hit nine damage jabari okay um the other one takes two attacks that dude misses both times that is the four guards turns um, the four guards are going to swarm Tarragon and take strikes on Tarragon. Okay. Good God. Uh, only one of them hits. Uh, they look pretty freaking frazzled. Eight damage total to Tarragon. That is Weimer's turn. You see um, full dash action uh, just uh, pushes himself away from this knight um, and just rushes further into the camp um, as you see other guards piling in as you see other knights close in around him. The king! The king! Protect the king! That is the three archers' turns. They are going to keep firing on Corvo. Oh my god. A crit and a hit for the first one. Oh dear. One hit for the second guy. No hits for the third guy. 30 damage. Alright. <laughs> More arrows stick into Corvo. Tarragon, that is your turn. Uh, Jabari, Corbo, what are we doing here? Jabari thinks. I thought we were here to pre-parlay, and it feels like. <laughs> oh, we tried to pre-parlay. Like, you don't parlay through the side flap. It very much seems like the pre-parlay did not work. The murder has not worked as well as we planned. Jabari would probably take some shots on this guy, just if he's within range. But uh, overall, 
it doesn't feel like chasing him down is going to... Uh... That's true. I mean, I could guiding bolt him and then fly away. <laughs> See, that's just what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I take a couple of shots and then bonus action, disengage and get out of here. Okay. I'm going to guiding bolt him. Go ahead. Give me a pure luck check to see if you have line of sight on this guy right okay. now. I'm going to have to say you're going to roll really well. Um, if you are if you want to run up and put yourself more in harm's way, because this dude, you know, guards jumping all over him, like trying to get to him, trying to save him. Jabari Kurbo, should I just not attack him? No, I, Jabari's full on attack and we'll get out of here. Let's leave him with something to remember. Okay, so one last attack if I can. Okay. And one last go. attack. But we one have more to attack go. Okay. and then we go. Uh, my, I just crit on my fucking thing to uh, wow. get the uh, line of say. Uh, Tarragon, <laughs> you um, run through the uh, side slit in the tent that's been cut, and you look out through where the war tent is open. You see around this bonfire, the would-be king <laughs> has just run through the fire, you see guards and knights going all around him. Um, but you see in this moment, he like looks back at you and you look him right in the eyes. Go ahead and make your attack roll. <sighs> okay, okay. 24. That hits. I'm gonna do a second level guiding bolt. Okay. That's 20 radiant damage and Jabari's next attack will have advantage. Um, and then I'm going to step of the wind and sprout my dragon wings and escape. <laughs> Your bolt of holy energy flies out, strikes Weimer. You see he instantly becomes pale uh, as like a shock of energy goes through his body. Uh, and you see he collapses. Wow. Jabari, you could get a death saver too, huh? You know that's my plan. <laughs> And dragon wings come, and then I'm just going to say, good luck, fellas. I'll see you back at the camp and just fly as far away as I can. We'll see you there, Terragon. <laughs> uh, what, what, the what are the flying rules uh, with your uh, wings? It's until the end of my next turn. So it's a dash action, though. So it would be I can fly 80 feet. Okay, so you take a bonus action and just flies off. She no knocks the would-be king out and flies off into the fucking night. Jabari, okay. that is your turn. Great. The would-be king has been knocked out. Uh, I give the biggest smile as I watch the dragon that I once fought beside emerge yet again. I think <laughs> I say you're a bad influence and I wink at Jabari as I fly away. I will, I will say this, Jabari. Go ahead and roll a luck check to see if you have line of sight on him um, or else you can move to get line of sight on him. Um, you can either use your advantage that Terragon gave you on this luck check or you can use it on your mm. attack. Up to you. I'll use it on my attack. Okay. Uh, because I'm happy to move if I need to. Great. Uh, I definitely need to move. That okay. That's a three. Okay. So I'll move. I'll take whatever opportunity attack Sweet. I need. Move to get into position. Great. You're going to take two opportunity attacks. Um, first guy hits. Second guy misses. Ten damage. Uh, and then with the biggest smile on his face, <laughs> Jabari looks at this pale body lying on the ground. <laughs> And uh, prepares <laughs> to take attack. Take your shots. Okay, first attack. Uh, 11 plus 7, so 18. 18 just hits. Um, so okay. you get under the armor. The rules of death saves are that um, melee attacks cause two fails or auto crits, but this is an arrow, so that's one death save fail. 
Great. Um, go Next ahead one. and make your second attack. You need to hit three times, Jabari. Not with advantage, right? I've lost uh, the guiding bolt. Advantage is gone. Um, actually, wait. Well, he's prone. Okay. Oh, you're right. You didn't even need it. Let me look at the rule real quick. Attack roll against a creature has advantage if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Mm. Otherwise, so- the attack roll has disadvantage. Oh. What? Because he's Crazy. like down. So we'll say you've used your advantage on this one. You have to take okay. disadvantage on the other ones. Uh, well, I, then I won't, because I'm not trying to do damage. I'm just trying to hit him. I won't use the sharpshooter feet. So these will be, uh, these will all be plus twelve attacks. Okay. Uh, instead of <laughs> plus seven. Okay. Uh, let's do the first one. Let's let's do it one at a time. So second shot. Here we go. That's gonna be a fifteen. Plus a, the D4 oh. from the emboldening bond. Oh, my so God. it all depends on this. <laughs> oh, come on. <sighs> so you got to get a three or higher on the D4. That is a three. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> Another arrow. I'll use key on that as like a de- to do the deft thing, which allows for the Tasha's Cauldron key fueled strike, which allows me to use my bonus action to make one more attack. Uh, make another attack with disadvantage. That is going to be... Eight plus twelve for a mod twenty. Wow, Jabari, finish him. Oh my god! I full on knowing and feeling what this could do. Pull my arrow back to the point where I'm literally like splintering the wood of my bow. Uh, and then I look down at my chest piece and I say, "I will add you when I return to my king." And I let it fly. You let it fly. Um, pierces his heart. Uh, his breastplate had like moved slightly as he collapsed. Um, as guards and knights rush to go grab him, you see an arrow strike his heart. Um, and you see um, with your hex blood night vision eyes, Weimer Brightleap stops breathing. He is no more. You have used your attacks. Um, you have used your bonus action, I believe. Yeah. So I just, I just, I guess I just start. It's less. I you go just start get to motoring. Do, I just start. Move, I move my full movement back, and all the while going. Your king is dead. Feel your king. Your king is <laughs> the dead. King, the king. Your king is dead. So we had you. So you had to run forward a little bit deeper into the camp. So let's say we yeah. had you run. We'll say maybe it was only like ten or fifteen feet in. So you're able to get not only back to where you were, but you're about to get a, another like fifteen feet running away. out away from the fucking camp. Yes. Uh, that is Corbo's turn. Oh man, I, this is not the pre parlay that I planned for. It really is no, not. No, it is not, Corbo. <laughs> uh, Jabari, we're going to talk about this when we get back to camp, provided uh, everyone's still alive. I, Jabari cannot wait. <laughs> it's going to be awesome to talk about all the amazing things Jabari and his friends did today. Uh, Corbo puts the puts the hood up, his hood up and just. Head down, jets, full dash away from everybody. Uh, how far are you going to get? So that'll be 100 feet. After Corbo is the war priest. You guys see the war priest. Uh, you, you guys actually kind of don't see anything. The war priest does not follow you. He could have. He, a war priest is going to be able to revivify him. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is not easy to. You can't bring people back in this world with revivify. Um, this, oh, dude is, okay. this dude is smoked. He's gone. Okay. Um, but I'm going to say, realistically, 
this this war priest is he's a cleric he's a medic he's going to try to heal the king he's not going to try to go after you guys so he goes back however at the top of the round corbo you are rushing out of the camp you see riding like lightning is sir reynard wendell resplendent helm on um riding at you full dash on his war horse um, as you rush through the back of the camp um, and is going to slash down on you from atop his um, from atop his steed. Damn, you gotta dismount, make it an even fight, man. <laughs> Assassin, where is the honor in what you've done? I respected I you, Corbo. I, I respected you. Assassin? You talk about more, you're more like flap lipper, lifter. I was just, I just came, you all freaked out. All we did was lift a flap. There is no honor in the side flap. <laughs> Hits on the first attack. That is 21 damage to you, Corbo. Jesus Christ. Makes uh, his second attack swing down. Jabari, you see this in front of you, um, like in the fire of the camp. That's a crit on the second attack. Oh, no. Oh, dear. 37 damage on the second attack. That'll that'll do it. I had 31 hit points. Is Corbo down? Uh, You guys see Corbo goes down. You see, with his third attack, <laughs> he hesitates. He looks conflicted. Then he looks up, sees his dead king, and stabs down uh, from his horse into Corbo. He hits. That's a 20 to hit. You see Lake starts barking and fucking freaking out. Two death save fails for Corbo. The other two knights who were by Jabari, one is going to run up and try to grapple Jabari. Um, Jabari, go ahead and give me an opposed athletics check. 13 over here. That's going to be a 15. Over okay. Here. Um, My heart is racing. You're able to break free. <laughs> uh, you keep going. The second one uh, is just going to take two regular old attacks on you. One crit and one miss. Oh, boy. 17 damage to you, Jabari. That is the four guards' turns. They are going to just take swings on on Jabari. Uh, First one, nat one misses. Second one, 17 misses. Third one, 20 hits. Uh, Fourth one, 20 hits. We're full in... This is all terrifying. It's gone from the high of killing him to the low of terror. What's up? 16 damage, Jabari. Killing him was also a low for me. (laughs) That is the archer's turns. They've got Tarragon up in the sky, and they've got Jabari running away. The first two are going to take four shots at Jabari. That is only one hit. That is seven damage, Jabari. This is not okay. And now the last archer is going to take uh, two shots at Tarragon. Tarragon, are you still in the sky? So no, I technically landed. Essentially, I cast Guiding Bolt, took the king down, uh, sprouted dragon wings, and then flew (laughs) 40 feet away. You you just hear, yeah, you just hear all throughout the camp, she's magical, she's flying, she's flying away. Oh, she's back. She's down there by that tent. Um, And then this dude just tries to shoot you with a bow. This always happens. I try to make a dramatic exit, and then people spot me 40 feet away. Flying, she's a god, she's a god. No, she's just a little bit faster than a regular person. <laughs> uh, so two shots. 
Uh, first one is a 23 to hit. And second one is a miss. I'll get the damage for the first hit. First hit is for seven damage, Tarragon. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Damage is not fun anymore. Damage, <laughs> damage not is playing very, around. Let me just do my bad. concentration roll. Not that I even need to fucking... I fucking nailed it. I ruled. <laughs> Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's, let's hope that you rule Tarragon. Tarragon, you are next. Very, very bad situation. You've got uh, this champion knight, this commander, Sir Reynard, swinging down on an unconscious Corbo who has two death saving fails. You've got Jabari still up, all up in the mix with a bunch of dudes around him. That is your turn. Oh. Okay. I want to use my channel divinity. Bomb of peace. That's B-A-L-M, but for fun, in, in battle, it's going to be B-O-M-B. Okay. It's, oh, yeah. It's a bomb? Hell, as, yes. As an action, you can move up to your speed without provoking opportunity attacks. When you move within five feet of any other creature during this action, you can restore 2d6 plus four hit points to that creature. Okay. What I want to do is I want to run a little bit backwards. Okay. So that I get... <laughs> <laughs> You're confusing the hell out of these soldiers. <laughs> She's flying. She's running backwards. She's running forward. She's magical. She's not. She's regular. So I want to run a little bit backwards of where I ran so that I get within range of Jabari. And I'm going to say, Jabari, I'm going to cast a spell on you. That means that you can't attack anyone. Can we be okay with that? Uh, Jabari looks over at uh, Corbo on the ground and says, this one time. Jabari is okay with that. Okay. I'm going to cast Sanctuary on him. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or, or spell. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to use my channel divinity, Bomb of Peace, uh, use the rest of my action, and use the um, movement that I get from the bomb of peace to get within five feet of Corbo uh, and heal him for 2d6 plus four. Oh, yeah. Drop Unreal a bomb. Drop the a bomb. Is out of control. God. So, um, Tarragon, yeah, sprouts these dragon wings, flies up into the air after helping down the king, jumps back down like the flash, just like beams of white light around her as she runs towards Jabari, uh, shoots this beam of white light at Jabari. He's got this aura around him now, sprints over to Corbo um, before Reynard can swing down again, um, touches uh, Corbo with this healing light, and Corbo, you pop back up. And I healed oh, him wow. for seven plus uh, four, 11. But then Woo! I'm going to shout to both of you and say, disengage, but if one of you could grab me on the way out, it'd be super appreciated. Hell yeah. <laughs> you see uh, Sir uh, Reynard Wendell um, looks down at you, Tarragon, and goes, so you will run. You are cravens. I finished my job. I am not craven. I am calculated. Ooh. You see yes. uh, he steals himself. <laughs> yes. um, and then Jabari, that is your turn. You see Corvo okay. uh, has just popped up. Tarragon's over by uh, uh, Reynard Wendell. Okay. <laughs> this is... 
You can't attack uh, anyone, Jabari. I'm not going to attack anybody. I know I'm not going to attack anybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just what if I killed one and then You no, said this I, one uh, time. I was I was kind of dead, but I heard that. <laughs> you see the two knights are standing there. Have you no honor? Stay and face the two of us at once. Uh, two on one. Jabari wants to very badly, but <laughs> not today. Uh, I think Jabari is going to do uh, just a full 100 feet of 150 feet of movement, Holy 50 dis- disengage, 50 grab, uh, grab Tarragon, and then just like the wind, looking at Corbo and seeing, uh, we we will see you on the other side, and just uh, just carrying, uh, just go go go. So you are uh, dashing off. I'm going to say uh, Tarragon is a wee little lady, uh, yes. so you can grab her, but it very well will slow you down. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, go ahead and give me a athletics check. Okay. And I will use that to do some math to take some uh, footage away from your run. Okay. Because right now you're moving 150 feet, but grabbing somebody, you know, you have superhuman strength. You are a hex blood. You are Jabari the small, Jabari the safari. (laughs) That's going to be an 18. 18. Okay. Oh, that's the dice roll we need. There we go. No more side flap incidents. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to say is um, it was DC 20 to do it just like perfectly, just scoop her and run. So we'll say for each one uh, below 20, that'll be 10 off. So uh, 20 feet slower. So 130 feet you get. Great. Once we get out of here, like I, you can probably drop me. I just basically couldn't handle a turn out there. Uh, your body fully understands. Uh, strategy. This is all yeah. strategy. Uh, sweet. Uh, yeah. Scoops. Tarragon runs off. Uh, Corbo, that is your turn. All right. I, I stand up. Uh, I get get one knee off the ground. I struggle to my feet. I point my beak up at Sir Reynard. And I take off my Plague Doctor mask and I say, we're not craving. This is actually really smart. And then I uh, fully disengage and sprint <laughs> away. Cravens! Oh. Cravens! No. That's not a raven mask. That's a craven mask. Oh, fuck. That was good. Don't that let that really catch good. on. I had that in my head. And I was like, please don't say that. That's really good. Oh. Uh I will fully sprint. I move 150 feet with the use of a key point. Sweet. Okay. So you got. So uh, you guys see uh, Corbo takes off uh, so spry, so fast. Uh, there are guards that have. Oh, I'm also whistling for Lake to keep up. Lake is outpacing me. Yeah, Lake's going fast as fuck. Uh, Doesn't Lake, Lake have plane shift? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lake uh, looks like a blink dog almost, like is like teleporting in and out of existence uh, as oh, she so goes cool. so You learned fast. that on LSD, didn't you, Lake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see that there are um, people being roused by like the war horns and everything. Like this has only been a few rounds. So this whole fight was only like a few seconds and now there's just the king is dead the king is dead save the king um just you know conflicting reports just all of this confusion um so there are people coming out of tents not even knowing what's going on like a guard will like go to pull his sword out and you guys are so fast that like corvo just like fully bowls a dude over as he runs past oh yeah hockey check here's what i'm going to say um then at um after Corbo, um, War Priest is trying to help the king, is so far away, is not going to do anything. Sir Reynard mm. is going to 
use a dash action with his war horse. Mm. He goes oh, 120 feet. He cannot catch you guys. Galatuf on to honor <laughs> to honor Galatuf. Uh, Galatuf. You call that horse uh, slow hoof. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Corbo. Yes. Yeah, I call him Goofy Hoof. That's good. <laughs> How dare you? Um, he's going to go ahead and whip out a light crossbow um, from Gallant Hoof's back um, and is going to... He needs to do a wisdom saving throw if he wants to shoot Jabari. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that's only a 12, so he misses. Or he can pick a new target. Okay, got it. Okay, so he'll he'll shoot Tarragon instead. Um, goes to shoot Jabari, um, just is magically compelled um, not to go after him. I'm more <laughs> mad at her for some reason. <laughs> and is going to take uh, It's because sh- of my line about it's not craven, it's calculated. It really got you. Three shots <laughs> at, Tar- at Tarragon. Misses on the first attack. Hits on the second attack. Hits on the third attack. Yikes. So 21 damage total. And then that is back up to the knights. The knights are not on horseback, have no fucking hope of getting to you. Um, I'll say that also any of these other guys that are at these other tents um, are not going to have time to like draw their bows or anything like that. They were not expecting a a mid-camp infiltration with like a few people. (laughs) Um, But I will say that these three archers, um, we will just count them as kind of being like archers in the camp who are ready. So they are going to keep going until you guys are out of range. So uh, back at the top of the order, the first people that are going to be able to go are the archers. One of them will go for each of you. First one will do a wisdom check to try to hit Jabari. Goddamn, that's a five. Uh, He's going to shoot Tarragon instead. Goes goes to shoot um, uh, Jabari, but has to shoot Tarragon. (laughs) One hit from the first dude. 11 damage Tarragon. Second one takes two shots on Tarragon. 20 to hit uh, on one attack, misses on the other one. Jabari feels terrible as he just <laughs> is carrying this slow with this person who's slowly becoming, I guess, a pin cushion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 12 damage, Tarragon. <laughs> this is oh, so no. awesome. I'm down to one hit point. Oh, my yeah, Jabari, as you... Uh, this is all happening in seconds, so as soon as you scoop Tarragon, you see... A bunch of arrows just like sink into her chest, um, and she's like barely breathing, but she's staying conscious. Oh, um, no. Strategy, Jabari. I think I had this, more hit points than you. Uh, this was good. See, <laughs> Jabari is not the smart one. You are the smart one. Come on. Next uh, one is gonna go after Corbo twice. Hits twice okay. will probably twice. take Corbo okay. down, and then right. Jabari this might have to un- choose <laughs> which of his friends he fucking saves. Oh fuck. That is a natural three and a natural six. That is two misses. Uh, shoots by. You see one is like about to hit Lake. She blinks in and out of uh, uh, reality as she yeah. uh, continues flying oh, th- forward. Nice try, Hawkeye. <laughs> you see Jeremy Renner himself uh, ste- steadies, steadies his shaky hand and, and uh, prepares another arrow. Shop. You were a bad born, sir. <laughs> um, 
that is back to Tarragon. Oh. Okay. Um, oh, I'm going to bonus action is what's up ahead of us. We're out of en- enemy territory, right? It's just what's behind us, right? Pearl Hill is surrounded by forest, um, except for like the main roads. So we're retreating into the forest that we do not believe there to be enemy presence in. Correct. Okay. I'm going to do a bonus action healing word to Corbo. Um, and heal him for nine more. Okay. Nice. Uh, which should you. take you, and then I'm just going to full that, da- and then with my action, I'm just going to full dash into the woods. Okay. Um, sweet. Uh, so you go ahead and dash how far? Uh, 80 feet. So Tarragon, um, not going as fast as she can, kind of slows down a sec to heal Corbo. Um, that is going to be Jabari's turn. Uh Jabari is seeing a lot of guys that he wants to take on a ride. Uh, but this whole uh, this sanctuary, the plan, Jabari stays focused. It's going to be, uh, I'll do, I'll blow the last key point uh, as well as take a dash action for a full 200 feet of movement. Holy fuck. I think I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put my hands out again to try to be uh, scooped up yet again. Uh, sweet. Jabari, go ahead and give me another athletics check. I would love. Let's let's go for another scoop. Uh, that's only going to be a twelve on this scoop. A twelve. Okay, we'll say um, maximum it slows you down is fifty feet. So we'll say you get one hundred and fifty feet with um great with tarragon. Um, so you guys um, both run. You scoop tarragon again as she's like slowing down. Like you guys are basically <laughs> running. She turns back real quick to heal Corbo. Lake's running along the side, dodging arrows. Um, you scoop her up and run forward. Um, Corbo, yes. that is your turn. All right, I'll keep on running. I'm going to spend another key point, go 150 feet. So I'm side by side. 150. Okay. I will say at this point, you guys um, have all run and you guys have just like breached the woods. Um, so okay. I'll say that the archers are going to get one more round on you. Um, and Serenard <laughs> is going to get one more round on you because Serenard is right. on this horse. So you guys are going 150 feet. Gallant Hoof is going 120 feet <laughs> uh, as he dashes. And Tarragon, um, you have one hit point left? I have one hit point. I'm I'm likely going to um, go out, uh, but, you know, I'll do it in style. <laughs> You'll bring me back. You'll find yeah, a way to bring me heal, back. I can heal you. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, Jabari's not worried. Uh, yes. Luckily, Tarragon is in Jabari's arms as you guys go off into the forest. Okay. So, um, yes. So Reynard is going to take another shot um, as he tracks you into the woods. I guess he'll try to take a shot at Jabari. Uh, wisdom save fails. Takes a shot <laughs> yes, at uh, curse. <laughs> takes a shot at Tarragon. Um, misses. Shout out to the two crew. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, and then is going to take a second shot. Natural eight. That's going to miss. Uh, takes last shot with the crossbow. Natural eight shit, more like it. <laughs> Easy, Galatuf. Easy. I have one hit point. I want that to be the last thing I say before I go unconscious. Uh, the last <laughs> shot is a 23 to hit. That does hit. Okay. Um, you see this last crossbow bolt hits Tarragon in the chest and she passes out in your arms, Jabari. <laughs> I'm not worried. Uh, Jabari is not worried. Um, yeah. <laughs> Although that does then remove Sanctuary from okay, Jabari. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, ooh, shit. 
Uh, yeah, you guys are literally not out of the woods yet. You just got into the woods. We just um, got into them. <laughs> these, cross, these crossbows could easily take us out. Man. Yeah. They could easily they could. take us out. They could. These guys, uh, these archers are going to take shots with disadvantage into the woods. Um, so Sanctuary's down. Um, first two are going to take two shots each at Jabari. First dude's going to hit two natural 15s. Okay. Even with disadvantage. Oh. Uh, that's eight damage. Yeah, I can use my reaction to deflect one. So I guess I'll deflect the first one. Okay, so how much damage can you block? It's a D10 well, it's plus. It's a D10 plus a D10 16. Plus. Jesus yeah. Christ. So I, yeah. yeah. You destroy so I, it. <laughs> just like fully, bah, just like an elbow. <laughs> just like karate chopping. Yes. Somehow your elbow is just like made of titanium and you just like shatter this arrow. Uh, so you don't take that eight damage. Second attack would have been a fucking nat 20, but since it was disadvantage, also got a nat four. So misses. Ooh. Uh-huh. Um, the second guy takes two shots. Nat one misses. Uh, second shot is a nat six, misses. Love disadvantage when it's coming from my DM. Last archer takes um, two shots at Corbo with disadvantage. Um, misses on the first attack. Misses on the second attack. All right. That is back to Tarragon's turn. Tarragon, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Uh, you okay. see uh, Tarragon coughing in your arms, Jabari. Jabari does not like this. Can I, as a halfling, re-roll a one? Just kidding! I got a 16! Oh, oh, you're not allowed to do that! Nasty. You are not allowed you're to do nasty. that! You cannot do that! Not at this point! That not at mean. this point! Oh, man! Oh, that was not okay! You just gave me a heart murmur. <laughs> it was so bad! Oh, man! Okay. That was like a rough three seconds. Uh, Jabari, that is your turn. On this round, as you guys enter the woods, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, shout out to the two crew. That's going to be a six. Fingers uh, crossed we find a sacred grove where I can recover yes, my spell a, slots I, and hit It points. was a DC five to find a magical pool of healing. Lake, take us to another plane. <laughs> um, with a six, I think you're a little too distracted um, and you kind of can't tell what is going on. And why uh, wouldn't you be? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your my friend is dying in your arms. In my arms. Yes. Believe it or not, you're not noticing much else. It's almost like you propped her up to get shot by arrows. <laughs> uh, Jabari, that is your turn. Well, I know that Corbo has heels, and seeing as uh, given the amount of, given that 16, and I guess the amount of blood that's being coughed up, I think Jabari is going to, like, <laughs> not roll the dice, but trust, uh, trust the process yeah. uh, that aid will come. Uh, and that we should get deeper into the woods before we truly settle. You do hear gallant hoofs, gallant hooves, hot on your trail. Yeah, I think with that, uh, Jabari's going to do, I'll take, uh, I don't have any key points left, so it'll just, I'll take the dash action okay. and uh, move 100 feet deeper into the woods. Okay, uh, 100 feet. Um, Gallant Hoof is moving faster than you guys at this point, so is going yeah. to catch you guys eventually. Um, but right now um, is still behind you guys. Um, that die. is Corbo's turn. Corbo, on your turn, go ahead and give me a perception check as you enter the woods. All right. Corbo. It's a 14. Corbo. <laughs> what do I see? You see one thing, and you hear another thing. You hear the sound of a horse, like fucking horseshoes hitting the ground 
coming from the other direction through the woods. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. You hear that, and then you also catch a glimpse of a sprite. These are rare up here near Heronford. But what is even stranger about it? Actually, you know what? This is something you guys would have a little history with. Uh, go ahead and give me an insight check with advantage, Corvo. 26. Okay, Jesus. Um, Corvo, you remember this well. This is a winter sprite. Uh, this is like a bright white sprite uh, that you've only seen before in the north, like beyond the empire when you guys were fighting in the war. They blend in with the snow up there. They're basically, they're almost indistinguishable from a snowflake unless you, you know, see their like flying patterns. During your time fighting in the Great War for the North, um, you were at one point captured by a clan of like giant barbarians. And to your surprise, because you guys had had all of this like you know, empire propaganda and everything, like sending you up there to like fight the evil North folk. But once yeah. you were up there, you saw that there was a complex political situation going up amongst them, amongst different factions. Like other prisoners that were captured by these giant barbarians were other giants, were other giants from other factions. And in fact, you guys were eventually freed from your captivity by allies of your fellow prisoners, and you guys actually spent some time amongst giants in a village called Ruiglovic. 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 Um, and uh, this village was surrounded by these snowflake-like sprites that you did not see when you were in Heronford. You had heard that Ruiglovic um, was destroyed during the war after your time there, and you haven't seen a winter sprite since. So you see this little winter sprite heading like west into the woods and from the south you hear hooves coming towards you. That is your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to call to Jabari and say, follow that little winter sprite. We're going this way. What? Um, A winter sprite? Yeah, you heard me yeah. right. From the ruins of Ruiglovic. <laughs> Jabari! Tanagon is dying in Jabari's hands. <laughs> I'll just, I'll follow you. You follow me. If I, so if I take, if I dash, that's an action. That's me moving double my speed. So it's 100 feet. Um, and then I think I'm going to use a key point and uh, do flurry of blows. And I can use uh, my hand of mercy as one of my strikes. And I'm going to heal Tarragon. Okay. 11. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Tarragon pops back up in your arms, Jabari. Uh, you do like flurry a healing of rose. flurry of healing palm um, as you put your hand out and uh, yeah, magic sort of healing like a, comes out. Like a wake up slap on both cheeks. <laughs> Come on. Hello. Hey. Are we safe? Not even close. <laughs> Arrows, That's the way I like it. <laughs> that is... Sir Reynard's turn. <laughs> Sir Reynard is going to go ahead and take three shots at Jabari. Uh, oh, still no. rushes along uh, on Gallant Hoof, catching up to you guys um, about 30 feet behind you. Uh, first one is going to miss. Second shot. Second shot is a 22. That's going to hit. Uh, I'll use my reaction to deflect Mishawk. Ooh, okay. Yes. Nice. I think no matter what, you're going to be able to stop him. Yes. I mean, now that I got my elbows free. Destroy. 
destroy the arrow, takes uh, a last shot, misses on the last shot. Ooh, uh, nice. I love this run into the woods. <laughs> that is back up to Jabari's turn. Jabari, now that Corbo has pointed it out to you, you see this um this little winter sprite that looks like this like it was it's really hard to see because it looks like because it it snows out here it's not snowing right now so it is a little bit yeah. suspect that there's just a piece of snow free floating in the air like it's <laughs> fucking weird but on first but it's like teeny tiny yes on first glance you wouldn't really see anything um it's it's like a puff of of snow so it's like a little bigger than a than an actual like teeny snowflake um yeah. it's like a fucking cartoon snowflake it's a little bigger um yes. but you can see it now that corbo's pointed it out to you and you see this thing is like flying like leading you somewhere uh well i think jabari's gonna put tarragon down uh and you know uh follow this thing that he hasn't seen since some of the best days of his life sweet jabari uh you rush off chasing this winter sprite how far can you get uh i mean if i'm using the dash again uh we'll go a full hundred hundred okay you keep going 100 feet, gallant hoof gaining on you. That is Corbo's turn. I guess I'm going to I'm gonna keep on running too, but can I do a perception check to see if I can uh, deduce where those the alternative hooves were coming from? Yeah, you can hear the alternative hooves. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Alternative hooves. Alternative hooves. <laughs> 16. Corbo, you see in the distance riding towards you guys, riding towards you guys, Riding towards Sir Reynard is the Prophet Gideon. You see no! on his um, big uh, black stallion um, just shooting through the woods, uh, still like 100 feet away, but like coming through the woods in the other okay. direction. Oh, I, wow. You fools try to deny me the thrill of battle. It's all yours, man. Javadi <laughs> is more than we the Prophet Gideon. Yes, there is battle here. <laughs> yes, we saved... We brought a doggy bag of battle for you into the woods. Yeah, I think I have some popcorn in my backpack. We can pull up and just kind of take this one in. Go ahead and give me whoever wants to give me a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. My persuasion, persuasion is check bad. with advantage. That is going to be a 24. Yes. Let's go all <laughs> Day. Uh, you see that while he is pissed at you and he's yelling at you, this is a dude that just follows the exact orders that he's given by his like evil sorceress. So he is yelling at you while charging at Sir Reynard. Go get him. Okay. Um, and then I'm just realizing that we accidentally skipped uh, Tarragon. So Tarragon, uh, let's have you go now after Corbo. Okay. Um, so it looks like these two guys are just going towards each other, right? Uh, it looks like Sir Reynard is still going after you guys. Um, in fact, I'll say he is starting to catch up as you guys are you know, running out of abilities that let you dash super fast. You are not as fast as Gallant Hoof and he's starting to gain on you. And as he starts to get close to you, like as it starts to get close to his turn, um, he yells, there is still time. There is still time for you to defend your honor. Stay with me and fight this beast. Uh, can I do an insight check on... I don't know anything about this Reynard guy. Because mm -hmm. I want to fucking fight the Prophet Gideon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, can I do? Yeah, can I yeah, do some kind of insight check? I'll, I'll, this insight check will count towards the prophet Gideon and towards Reynard. Uh, only a ten. Only a ten. Sir Reynard is a fucking nerd. He's probably not going to betray you, um, but you do hear like a little quiver in his voice, like he is—he is pretending like he's doing this to like help your honor, but really it's kind of to save his own life. And I'll say, even with a 10 insight, the Prophet Gideon is fucking bad news. If you guys had all of your abilities, all of your HP, you might be able to beat him. But he's a monster. <laughs> he's a high-level monster. It's a ghost hit. You know, yeah, he, you see a ghost hit, that comes with the territory. He uh, ate a rabbit hole. He ate a jackalope. Yeah. yeah. With the horns. Okay, I'm going to do something really stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. This is what the hex bloods are about. I would like to cast Thaumaturgy on myself to make my voice boom to try to scare the horses. And oh, then that's an action. And then as dumb. a bonus action, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on Reynard. Oh. And I'm and just going to say, I'd love get, to see you do something smart. Get yes. out of here. You are all acting goofy. <laughs> so it's like I'm trying to boom to scare the horses and then protect Reynard a little bit. <laughs> Good God. Okay. Let me I just I don't really want I don't really want to feed him up to Prophet Gideon, but I'm not at the point where I feel that I can confidently attack Prophet Gideon cuz I am like this is like my last spell. <laughs> How far does thaumaturgy affect cuz you could just target Prophet Gideon's horse. Yeah, I'll 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 uh I'll direct it just at Prophet Gideon's horse. Okay. Um and then cast sanctuary okay. on so, rain. So a war horse, um the wisdom of animals, a war horse has a plus one. Uh we'll we'll have it do a wisdom save against your uh, DC. Okay. Shout out to the two crew. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> you hear this loud boom. Um Prophet Gideon is fucking heavy as hell, full armor, standing up, full tilt, riding like a maniac. Um, there's this loud boom as if an explosion goes off next to him. You see, he turns kind of just mildly annoyed, um, but his horse rears up, and as soon as it goes up on its back hoofs, he tumbles fully over the fucking reins um, and lands on the ground hard. Um, you cast Sanctuary on Sir Reynard. Uh, he just looks incredibly um, frightened um, and he just uh, turns to you and nods and goes, thank you. Yeah. On Gallant Hoof to yeah. Honor? Way to do the calculated yeah, thing, honor's buddy. the other just direction, Gallant Hoof. <laughs> and Gallant Hoof takes off the other direction toward, towards the war camp. Now we gotta fucking outrun Prophet Gideon. You guys continue chasing this winter sprite as you hear the Prophet Gideon like cursing and screaming behind you um, as he like gets back up on his horse and starts going. At this point, you guys have been dashing. You have been running uh, 100 feet per turn going super fast. You guys see... As you follow the sprite, and as the prophet Gideon gives chase, um, you have a big head start. Finally, you see the sprite shoots through an intersection of branches um, that creates almost like a doorway in this path through the woods. Uh, you see it disappears as soon as it goes through it. Hmm. Uh, uh, Jabari mean, still runs at it. 
Yeah. You guys see Jabari disappears. I run at where Jabari disappeared. (laughs) Tarragon disappears. Here we go again. Corvo. (laughs) Corvo steps through it really slowly. And I whistle for Lake on the other side. Uh, Lake um, rushes in and jumps in with you. You guys emerge on the other side here in a whole new world. It is daytime. What? You are hit with a warm summer breeze. Whoa. Whoa. I'm overdressed. Jabari, did you pass? No. It, it's I got not a warm Jabari. summer breeze. No, Jabari released all of his gases long ago. Uh, back around the time that Corbo was down is when Jabari was uh, nervously, uh, his, uh, Jabari's tummy was rumbling. Jabari is gas-free at this point. I believe I also released all my gases when I went down. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you can confirm for me, Jabari, but probably I did it in your arms. <laughs> yes, I, it, 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 it is fine. Uh, Jabari does not mind. But no, this warmth is from another source. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, so if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw that is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw thank you everybody Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. You can check out their menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto-Friendly. Folks, their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart your new routine What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, every week you'll always have new flavors to explore. So make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy and nutritious options and also keep that kitchen time to a minimum. Factors meals are ready in just two minutes, so that's no shopping, no prepping, no cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Head on over to factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 and use the code pawpaw50 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code pawpaw50 at factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, you guys see lush green trees all around you. You can hear a trickling stream. 
And here, you see many, many yellow sprites buzz through the air here. You also see the winter sprite, this lone kind of snowflake amongst all these yellow sprites is waiting for you there. Um, and guys, go ahead and give me perception checks as you enter this place. Thirteen. Uh, Nineteen for Jabari. That's great. Thirteen also okay. for Tarragon. So Jabari, with a nineteen, you hear hooves in the forest here coming towards you. It's not, you know, the full-on fucking gallop that um, the horses were doing when they were chasing you guys through the woods. You hear like deft animals running through the woods. And you guys also know you have heard of places like this. These are called groves. The trickster, who is one of the three gods, the one who brought like magic and the sprites to Eldermorn. Um, it is said that uh, she has like hidden some of these places away so that the Reaper can't see them. The Reaper kind of has no power here. Um, but it is very, very, very rare that mortals come here because the common knowledge is that once you are invited to a grove, the invitation cannot be rescinded. Huh. Okay. Uh, like once you enter a grove, you can never leave? No, you can leave, but you can come back and they don't want mortals coming back. Like you can invite more people here. You could bring war here. You so could... it's rare to be extended. Exactly. Um, so you okay. have not been here, but you've heard people talk of groves and you see this one winter sprite, which seems kind of out of place here. Um, and then you also hear hooves deftly moving. Okay. Uh, once again, Tarragon tucks in her elder symbol, <laughs> making sure not to represent something. Um, I know we have a lot to talk about, but um, perhaps first we need to make a display that we are peaceful. Um, and I guess like I maybe like un unwrap my hands and like put my hands up, <laughs> and, like yeah. surrender. I, I holster my studded quarterstaff and I like sit, sit, be be a good girl. I think I, I also take out my dragon rose as like almost like an offering. Uh, you hold out your dragon rose, Jabari. What do you do? Uh, Jabari, <laughs> Jabari struggles for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Jabari doesn't want to put all his weapons down, uh, but Jabari uh, holsters his uh, axe and just uh, takes out his bow and like uh, holds it with two hands against his chest. Still close, but clearly not on offense. Growth, Jabari. That was great. <laughs> I, I'm Jabari is trying. You're making you're making a lot of progress. Hold slowly but surely. Jabari would prefer if he could hold his axe, but. Body will just have one ball and no arrows. Yeah, you're doing great. You're just doing veins great. bulging in his arms. <laughs> Instead, all the weapons are just hanging nearby on your body. That's not that bad. Okay, yeah, yeah but it's not that good. <laughs> uh, you guys see after a moment several centaurs <laughs> emerge from the Hell trees, yeah. like between the bushes, with bows drawn. Um, many of them have antlers, um, but their upper bodies kind of look elven. Um, they have long pointy ears, um, long hair that drapes over their chests. And you see that um, a few of them that look more kind of 
stern and warrior-like have their have arrows pointed at you, have their like bows at the ready, and you see one with long brown hair kind of steps forward as the leader and motions for uh, the other ones to put down their bows, and they go, How did you mortals get to our grove? A, a winter sprite led us from danger. The only thing that we came to seek was safety. We don't need anything else. And we're going to be cool about the whole invitation thing. We know it's it's like a one in, one out type thing. There's no plus ones. No. Yes. Just you. I'm here with literally all my friends. It's all my friends right all here. All three of you were invited or one of you brought a whole squad? What? The dog is actually emotional support, so okay. I, is that included? That's allowed. We like oh, animals She's allowed here. anywhere. I have a it's note. So is the plan. I would, can present the note. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see one centaur with like little reading glasses comes and like checks um, Lake's emotional it's, support dog paperwork. I got this 48 years ago, but it's still good. And nods. <laughs> Uh, this one um, with um, brown hair. Uh, they've got like um, long like stag antlers um, and like flowers in their hair. If you followed the winter sprite, that means that Glada must have invited you. And you guys recognize this name. Mm. <laughs> Glada was the name of a giant from... Ruiglavik, who was called a whisperer because it was said that she could speak to sprites. And she was kind of like a wise woman of the village. So there's a couple, there's a, there's a bunch of things that are fucking strange about that. One thing is that this was 80 years ago and she was already old then. So that's a little weird. Um, and the other thing is that this is not the middle of, you know, the frost barrens. This is mm -hmm. some magical grove. In what context would we have known Glada? Um, Just like in passing, or did, yeah, you did spend we ever time meet her? her? Yeah, you met her. You were at the village with her. This is where uh, this like giant village that you guys spent some time in. I think is where a lot of you guys, specifically like Corbo and Tarragon, kind of lost your luster for war. Where mm. it, it was, I think it was kind of that moment where you're like, "Well, what else have we overlooked? What mm. other you know places did we go?" thinking we were the good guys. Um, I uh, I will confess to, you know, try to be really transparent in this moment in which we are completely vulnerable and in your hands, and that is A-OK -okay with me, uh, that I have not seen Glada in a long time, but she holds a dear place in my heart. So if she invited me, then uh, that's, a, that's an invitation that I would accept even beyond out of necessity. Very well. Just the three of you are on the invite list then, plus the emotional support dog. Yeah, and again, she knows where I go. Yeah. Yes, no more <laughs> plus Doctor's ones. Doctor's orders. No more when, plus ones. When Glada first came here, we said no plus ones, but that got lifted after a bit. So <laughs> if you stay for like a while, you can start letting your friends in. Like I said, I only know these three people. Right. That's it. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Follow us then. Can I see if Jabari, how Jabari's doing... Uh... Uh, since his... Jabari, since the moment where the where the centaurs pointed their bows at Jabari, uh, Jabari has just had every muscle in his body flexed so tightly. 
a, just forcing Jabari's afraid to like open his mouth because he's worried that if he just like releases anything, like motor functions will just kick in to like defend himself. Uh, so Jabari's just tight, just a tight ball right now. Um, can I give him like just a little bit of a? Can I reach up as high as I can and give him like a little bit of like a back and arm yeah, massage? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, hey it's, Jabari, why don't Lake Lake? Why don't you walk next to Jabari? I think he needs the emotional support right now. Uh, Jabari would. Jabari would appreciate that. Uh, 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 as Jabari just is just wringing his hands along the wood of his bow. Yeah. Jabari, uh, wherever we go, I promise we'll set up a little dummy for you to do target practice on. It would just. Jabari just does not like to be in a situation where he cannot, you know. Jabari knows that he is, we're not in, like, this is special. Jabari needs to, like, but it's just, it would just feel better if Jabari could, you know, just swing or, or uh, you know. I just, we're going to land somewhere and you're going to fucking thrash out some burpees yeah, that are yes. really cathartic. Yes, you're going to go to town. I, I, I need I need aerobics. Uh, Jabari <laughs> needs aerobics now. Uh, okay, <laughs> we're gonna do that for uh, you. You see, uh, this one uh, centaur um, smiles and introduces themselves and goes, "My name is Stalios, by the way." Stalios. 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 Oh, Stalios. Stalios uh, I, my name is Terrigan Snake Root. Corbo. Uh, Jabari Hightower. Well met. Uh, you can follow me. We'll take you to Glada. She lives not far from here. Unreal. Great. Okay. Yeah, that sounds yeah. nice. Sweet. Let's do um, it. You see uh, Stalios starts to um, go off uh, into the woods following the stream, and you see uh, one of the centaurs that was um, pointing a bow at you um, still kind of like sizes you up, Jabari, and rides <laughs> next to you as you're running and goes, you know what I think? I think only one of you are invited, and you brought a plus two. That's what I think. I oh. pressed to digitation a little blood coming out of Jabari's mouth. <laughs> yes. Jabari just like gives that guy a slight smile and it's just like, Jabari thinks you are allowed to believe whatever you want, but what you choose to do with that information is what will, cho- is what will guide Jabari's actions. So think carefully. <laughs> did, you, did you just eat raw meat? Yes, room temperature, raw feet. It was old as well. Here. It wasn't so just raw. No, it was honestly it was probably wild. a little hot. Yeah. Maybe, it maybe sat out for a long 76 time. degrees. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I've seen him pass a horn. It's not uh, about yes. it being raw. It's about it being old. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see this dude uh, just kind of backs off. Um, and um, <laughs> Yes, good, good. <laughs> okay. Oh, that okay. felt good. Thank you, friends. <laughs> So you guys travel through these shimmering glades, uh, sunlight bouncing off the waving trees in the breeze. Um, You pass wild stags and hares, um, foxes. You reach the end of the stream and you see that there's like a little pond and you see next to the pond is a giant cottage. Okay. Uh, And you see outside of the cottage is an old frost giant and uh, you see she's got like a, a patchwork cloak on. She's got, you know, um, like blue skin. She's a, a frost giant. She's got like white hair, wrinkles, uh, and and looks old, but looks exactly as old um, as the last time she saw you. And you see that uh, the winter sprite that was uh, leading you along um, goes and flitters um, and lands on her shoulder. And you see she looks out and she greets you and she goes, It is good to see you, little ones. 
Well, look at that, Glada. How the hell are you doing? You haven't changed a bit. Uh, you see, uh, she looks around and she goes, the Glade keeps you young. I will say that. Jabari the small, Corbo the tiny, and of course, Terragon the teeny. Oh, yes. Small, oh, tiny, and teeny at your service. Um, you see uh, Stalios um, gives a wave to um, Glada. Uh, she kind of um, waves them off, says their goodbyes. Uh, you see the centaurs um, head off, uh, and you see um, Glada motions for you guys to join her in her cottage. Come, come in now. So gladly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got to take this jacket off. It's hot into. as hell. Uh, she goes, uh, yes, yes, come in. Plenty of time. For every one hour that passes in your world, uh, it is five hours here, so you have you have plenty oh. of time. Ha, ha. Oh, wow. Really, I'm going to take my shoes off in that case. Well, yeah. Jabari uh, must come here more often. Jabari could work out uh, <laughs> here in this world, get to five hours of a workout, then, then go back to the normal world and be that much stronger. That is, you also don't age here, so you could just stay here, get super jacked for like a thousand years, and then just go back to the regular world and pick up where you left off. Ah, but Jabari must protect the realm. It is, there's a lot going on. Jabari yes. will have to weigh his options. Yes. Uh, so you see, she brings you into her cottage. It's a cozy one-room cottage, but all at giant scale. So you see, to her, it's a little cramped, um, but the ceilings are like, they're like 20 feet tall, which would like normally be like pretty fucking big. Uh, but to her, she's kind of got to like bend over to get into certain parts of her house. Um, it's got like a rounded clay ceiling. Um, you see walls lined with like giant cups and plates and forks and spoons. She there's a teapot burning in a fireplace um, and you see a smaller teapot uh, also burning in the fireplace um, was clearly kind of expecting you guys um, and you see like a giant bed um, with fur coverings and she goes come sit it has been a long time since I've had such teeny guests <laughs> <laughs> yeah you took out all the teeny trappings yeah Glada, I gotta ask um what the hell happened? Not that I'm not absolutely fucking happy about it, but like... <laughs> Jabari wonders the same thing. We saw you 80 years ago in a different part of the continent. Yeah, but before, as you tell us, I'm going to sit in this giant rocking chair by the fire because it's just so it's so incongruous. Like, I'm I'm small in this chair and it's very large. And I, <laughs> it's amusing. <laughs> Is I it give not? him a little boost to help him get up. <laughs> oh, <ow. laughs> Now this is cool. <laughs> this is real giant humor. Giants love it when uh, the little folks go and sit in giant chairs. So you see Glada just absolutely loses her shit. It has been a long time since I have watched my favorite program, Small Person in Big Chair. Tiny guy, big chair. <laughs> since wow. she likes this, I go and put my feet in her big shoes oh and walk my. around in them. You are a cut up tarragon. I forgot that. Jabari, hold one are. of her teacups. Hold the teacup, oh, Jabari. Right. Jabari goes and gets one of the teacups and does. Like oh. A oh, to me, it is well, a very Jabari normal to cup. To you, it is a very big cup. That yes. is. This is what comedy is. This is very funny. <laughs> Uh, she sits. She sits down with you guys. Um, you guys are sitting in these kind of comically big chairs. Um, and see, so she leans in, and she goes, "Well, I've been here now for long, long time. The sprites warned me our home was not going to survive. Most of the others would not listen to me, or chose to stay and defend the town. Very, very few of us fled. 
most of us like the cold uh, too much to settle in a place like this. Um, you see she kind of gestures around around the room. There are groves like this throughout Eldermorn. Magical secrets constantly moving, tucked away from the prying eyes of the Reaper. We are at war with him, you know. I war know. With the Reaper. Because I, uh, when I first begin my my journey to sort of understand maybe what I had done, I did fall in with the Reaper folk, and they talked of the temptation and exploitation of the trickster. I do believe that there are people who use the gods to manipulate people one way or the other. You do not offend me with this because the trickster does not demand worship. But the fact of the matter is, is that the Reaper wants magic gone from this world and the trickster brought magic to the world. So they are at odds. So strange because we just ran into a group of Reaper folk who used magic. You see, she nods and she goes, and that is why our paths cross again. Last I met you, you were fighting in a war that I did not quite understand. But this one, there are forces at work here beyond who wears the Petty King's crown. The one who pulls the strings, this Moxora, is someone you have met before. Yeah, yeah. You met her before? Moxora is, is uh, the sorceress uh, for uh, the king. She, uh, she gave him life again. She is very powerful. Is she, she the Mad Mage? Glada nods. She is the Mad what? Mage Merowyn, the creator what? of the Hexbloods. What? She made us. She what? No, no. Jabari, this, uh, Jabari <laughs> needs everyone you to slow down. Any similarities between the things that she does? Yeah, she keeps. She continually fucks with our blood. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the kind of her thing. Uh, and she can speak in Jabari's mind the way that the mage could. Uh, <laughs> but that what? Was, yes. Yeah. She, she, spe- okay. she speaks in Jabari's mind. How frequently can she yeah. hear right yeah. now? This oh, is why we have to right have now. check-ins. This is why we have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, uh, okay. Well, uh, all right. Jabari calls for a check-in. <laughs> this feels... Uh, it just feels too... We defeated the Mad Mage. We, uh, we did it. She nods and she goes, Merowyn is not just a necromancer. She is a master of preserving and creating life. The Merowyn you defeated was an advanced form of one of her constructs, a projection. Um, and you Damn. guys know that this was kind of her whole her whole kind of evolution as sort of a mad scientist mage was starting with taking normal soldiers, turning them into super soldiers to eventually controlling an army of constructs, like eventually going from supplementing human life to creating it. I think uh, I think hearing this gets like a little bit of a brimstone going in Terrigan's gut. This is just kind of, this kind of pisses me off because don't you remember how much we went through to kill her? Because it was like Jabari. killing her fucking mother. 
Like it was killed, like killing our we mother. Killed she made our us, mother. and we went through all we went of through. the emotional, psychological drama of killing our mother. Yes, that is why Jabari will not believe what you are saying because <laughs> Jabari does not want to do that again. It no. was a lot when Jabari did it the first time. We so, had to come back from that, really. You know exactly. <laughs> right. So we need to double check our sources yeah. before we decide that this is. Uh, I'm gonna need more. All right. Yeah, I think Jabari I'm gonna need my double more. check sources too because I uh, I don't know if I really want to do that again because it kind of right. set me off on the current path I'm on. Yes, yes, I understand. I understand. Understand, but the so truth, up of the truth of the matter is, is that she controlled that body, while her true form was safely hidden away. So all of our dramatic goodbyes that we said as we killed her, she was watching from a safe body. Yeah, she was, she was punking you. Wow. <laughs> You're, hold, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. You're you got, telling you me. got punked. <laughs> You are telling Jabari the single tear that Jabari cried that landed on the tip of his blade as he cut down the woman that had been his surrogate mother. It was pretty poignant. Was, it was really was fucking fake. poetic. Yeah, it was it, very poetic. Look, it excellent end of act beautiful. two moment, just not yes. the total end of the movie. The yes. movie is longer maybe than you thought it was going to be. It's, I think let's start thinking of it that way. Instead of thinking of it as a failure, <laughs> thinking of it as, you know, you put the character up in a tree at the end of act one, you put you light the tree on fire, end of oh. act two, you know? <laughs> so that's All kind right. of where we're at. Jabari do a, a perception check for a massive tome version of Save the Cat. <laughs> Yeah, he's, Can I he's, give him the help action? She, for yeah, that? she's been pitching um, TV shows. You see, uh, <laughs> yeah, you see, yeah, note on a whiteboard. Uh, story of the hex bloods. Check with yes. them. Question mark. Eighty year act three. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you see, she continues. But while her body doubling is an old trick, I'm afraid she has learned some new ones. Merwin has supplemented her earthly limitations by striking a deal with the Reaper. She is now acting as his general in the mortal world. The next time she brings war to Eldermorn, it will not be with constructs. It will be with an army of the dead. She is starting a war she cannot lose. Every fallen warrior will join her cause in the end. With the dead as her foot soldiers and the prophets as her knights, she will find the great grove, kill the trickster, and hoard the power of magic for herself. Uh, Fuck me. What about what about King Brightleap? Brightleap is lost. He is a prophet himself. Corbo is just watching Jabari receive this. Information. I know. <laughs> I think uh, Tarragon has been Tarragon has been meditating on the fact that we're probably going to have to deal with the king and waiting for the right moment to bring it up with Jabari, and this is not how she planned on it coming out. Jabari is just <laughs> listening, like to every like is currently is listening to every word that uh, Glada is saying, with that like, if I listen to every single thing that she says, maybe I'll hear. Th- the maybe I'll find the answer between the I'll read between the lines and see the answer that's not uh, kill the king. Uh, <laughs> you see, yeah, Glada goes. The prophets, the ones besides the king, the ones you know as Gideon and Cain, were once defenders of the trickster. They were part of a group called the Blades. The Blades. They were murdered 
and raised through a powerful ritual. They are not quite zombies. They're far more clever than that, but they are fully under Merowyn's influence. The only reason they have so much more sentience and power than a normal zombie is because they were so full of life and full of the power of the trickster during their time as immortal. And the reason that the king is able to appear as a normal human is because a member of the Blades was sacrificed to create him. Oh, the ashes. The ashes. The ashes that Cain brought into the room. Can I ask you a question right now? Is there any redemption for those that have been turned into these constructs? She shakes her head and she goes, the king has already passed. And as far as the prophets Gideon and Cain, as Blades, they once were tasked with killing the Reaper's horrors. Had they the capacity to ask you, they would want you to strike down the horror that they've become. Well, that's heavy. So the king is not the king. The king (laughs) is not the king, no. They are called the prophets, but they may as well be called the puppets. Nice. Good one. Thank you. I've been working on that. (laughs) It was deadpan. I liked it. Thank you so much. Did you practice the delivery to your winter sprite? Yes, it really felt good. I've been in here for a long time, so I've kind of, my sense of humor has evolved past small person, big chair to also be dry puns. Cool. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get your toothbrush after this. It's really going to get your goat. Oh, I'm back. I'm back, baby. Give me the little guy big toothbrush. Well, how, how, do, we, how do we help? How can we? Yeah, we kind of, honestly, whatever you ask us to do, we really owe you because you got us out of certain death. Not to mention, we put a bunch of things in motion uh, back on the other side. What you have done actually goes against Merowyn's plan. What she wanted was for a great battle with lots of death to take place so that she could raise an army of the dead. What you have done done is you have the army is likely to flee. They will not have something to rally behind. It is going to be much more difficult now to convince these soldiers to go and just slaughter people. Jabari, I owe you an apology because I've been fuming <laughs> in my head. I've been thinking about all these things I was going to say because I've been i pretty mad. Jabari, we'll, Jabari assumes we will have a second soon for a big chicken <laughs> with a round of big teacups. Uh, but Jabari is... Uh, Jabari uh, understands why you may be mad uh, and is just struggling to hold... All of what Jabari is hearing in his head. That the king we're, is yeah. not the king. Don't you that, worry about me. We're, we're all just trying to keep it together right now. Yes. Uh, I, but yeah, luckily, I, we have uh, more time here. Um, mm. So we will, when we leave, Jabari and his friends will know what is going on. And, <laughs> we, will, and we will move forward and uh, quickly and swiftly. Um, now, okay. So... The prophets, yes, Gideon Kane, and now King Brightleap. They are very, they're strong and uh, hard to fight. Are they completely under the control of Maxora, or do they have their own will? Uh, is or is it? Are they just? What I, I your body does not understand. I think they're like puppets, right? Like without puppets. a hand in them, they are inert. 
Correct. They are, for all purposes, dead. But more powerful than any undead, more clever and capable than most. They've retained all of the powers that they had as, especially Gideon and Cain, have retained all of the powers they had as warriors of the trickster and now have new ones since being blessed by the Reaper. I you know, I just want to put it out there that Merwin really didn't go for subtlety when she gave one of her undead puppets a ghost head. Yeah, that I'm was, just saying. That's hiding in plain sight. He was, was over the top. He, he was beheaded, so it was kind of unavoidable. The only action. Oh. Yeah. All right, so wow. who do we fight and in wow. what order? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see, uh, she thinks, and she goes... Merwin is the most dangerous, of course. Yeah, I'm most upset about that one, though. <laughs> yeah, that's she's the <laughs> yeah, one. I'm, she I'm is nursing the one. a grudge right now, I'll be honest. Usually Your nostrils grow, are smoking a little bit. Usually I grow plants, but at, right now I'm growing some serious bitterness and hostility. Yes, yes. <laughs> Jabari, stop getting excited about my anger. I, just a little bit. Just a, Jabari, Jabari, just for one second, like hearing that the like the pacifist of the group is leaning away from it is just a, just a, does a little quick little like okay yes yeah there's actual steam coming out of your ears that's kind of crazy yes Jabari In likes my this I, I am a dragon yeah I, I mean I'm spliced mm-hmm. with dragon DNA so yeah never forget. <laughs> uh, you see, she goes obviously Merwin is the priority. She is the one pulling the strings. However, the prophets are very important as well because since the prophets were guardians of the grove, they were once invited to these groves. They are able to travel to these places and they can bring Merowyn into them. It is difficult for them to be able to find these places. We are able to hide from them However, if they were to have a massive army, if they were to have the resources of the Empire, they could track us to the ends of the world. And they have already done it once. They have already destroyed one grove in the north. The prophet Gideon has already led Merowyn there. They destroyed it. And that is where Merowyn's true form lies, in the scorched grove to the north. That's where her true... So the one that we've been interacting with is still just another duplicate? Moxora is Moxora's another projection. A More oh. puppets. So, this is a terrible I'm really show. mad at mom right now. I'm really <laughs> Jabari, mad at mom. Jabari needs just a little bit of help. So the woman who... Jabari cried the single tear on the blade as he cut... Correct. That yeah. not... Not... Not my surrogate mother. Copy. Maxora. Crash of lightning. Thunder copy. rolls in right Not as the, the arrow pierced her breastplate. Yeah, it was epic. It was awesome. Like, how? Extended edition, everybody. Extended edition <laughs> adventure. <laughs> but then as we, le- as we like leaned over her lifeless body and the clouds parted and the sun rose and we all yeah. held each other, that was... Yeah. Just, she she was, was alive just, somewhere. It was nothing. It yeah, was nothing. Right. Okay. No, good, good okay. moment. Wow. Yeah, very good. It was nice. Trilogy. But like... Trilogy. Good end of second movie. I'll say not even second act. Second know. movie? It's, it's a nice... Me- it's a memory that's tainted second looking back movie. on it. Yes. Yeah. It just Fast just, forward for last movie? Yes. Yeah, it's one of those movies that didn't need a sequel. Like the first one was perfect <laughs> yeah, and then they ruined it. I kind of thought it ended perfectly. Yeah. Okay. Just trying well, to... It would have been two franchise? movies and that's weird. You can't do a two for... That's... You got You got to do three. Pacific Rim did too, and they were perfectly fine. Were know, they? Pacific I don't Rim. know. Oh, yeah. 
fine. <laughs> yeah, there are, there's no loaded, there's no extended edition. I'll say that. I mean, true. Yes, this is true. <laughs> So us um, going after Maxora, maybe it would be a better use of our time to go after one of these prophets. But are you also saying that at some point, Jabari and his friends must go to the north to defeat Maxora's true form, that these constructs may not be able to operate anymore, yes? Yeah, can we just skip that? Can we just go straight to the source, straight to the puppeteer? Someone will still need to kill Maxora, but she will no longer be able to revive herself. What she is right now is essentially she is almost a god, god. and you need to steal her godliness from her. I will say that you have friends. I am part of a group called the Guardians of the Grove, and for a long time we were a disparate group, all followers of the trickster followed different ways of life. Uh, giants were up in the north uh, doing one thing, blades down here in the empire doing another thing, but the Reaper has brought a proxy war to this plane and is organizing, and so we must do the same. In the event that one of you is ever killed and turned, which she would likely try. The blades were very oh. similar to you. You could say you were almost beta testing for the blades, the prophets. So because of that, I will not betray the identities of my allies, but know that know that you have friends. Glada, I um I as much as it feels like what I want to do is uh, go up to the scorched earth and just really like kick the earth a bunch and yell, I'm really mad at you, mom. Uh, what I want, what I know that I owe right now is to say to you, you got me out of a bad situation. You're part of a network that knows better than me. What can I do in exchange for what you did? You see, she thinks it is highly unlikely that you will be able to stop Maxora, the king, and the prophet Cain while, while they are all at the castle. The prophet Gideon right now will likely try to bring violence to Pearl Hill anyway, so he can deliver an army oh. to Maxora. He is separated so from that, the rest. Mm, if you wanted mm. to confront him, that would be safer than fighting Maxora and Cain. But also... The Scorched Grove to the north will take a long time for you to get to, and that is, uh, that is a high priority. But the trickster is all about freedom, and I would like for you to choose. So you are suggesting that it might be helpful for us to uh, enjoy our five hours here, get spit back out to where the Prophet Gideon is no doubt trying to start a fight and take him out. We pick off the puppets. She can't have a puppet show. And That's she won't have access to, to groves. Do you do? <laughs> do you do motivational speeches? Yeah, it's not about it's not about speeching. It's about listening and talking and and you know when you when you speak, people listen. But when they stop listening, that's when they really start to understand. You know what I mean? No. No, All right. but I will. All right. <laughs> always, Jabari always thinks it sounds so good. And then Jabari thinks about it for a second and it makes no sense. That's exactly uh, what I'm going for. Uh, well, Glada, would you mind if uh, 
Jabari and his friends partook of some of the tea that you had uh, been brewing for us <laughs> and uh, chatted a bit about uh, our freedom and how we plan to use it. That is why I make tea with such little pot. Look at this little guy, Jabari the Small. Wow. Wait, can I you give us a little bit of little humor so that we can see yes, a please. huge oh, teapot in your looking oh, so is tiny? Is this a teapot for a gerbil? No, it's a teapot for you. <laughs> yes. That's good. Oh, yes, there yes. you go. That's very good. <laughs> um, yeah, she goes, uh, she pours you guys um, tea, um, and you see she gives you guys uh, a little moment alone. She walks out, and she's got, like, a little garden out there and uh, kind of uh, futzes with her garden. Cool. Does oh. she have, like, a little hot bath or something, like a foot like a oh. foot soak, like a, just a, a tub? A bath that we could all just all get fit into. into? Yeah, there's... I feel like after a battle like that, you need a soak. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. she's got like a clawfoot uh, tub uh, that wow. uh, for wow. her is a tub and for you guys is a, a small swimming pool. That's perfect. Uh, Let's heat that thing up and get in there. Yeah. We woke up this morning and had not seen each other in years. <laughs> and now <laughs> I we- I forgot this is all one day. This is all one <laughs> So <laughs> we all get in the bath and I think Jabari is like, Wow, when, uh, Jabari did not realize, Corporal, when you asked for this, how much Jabari needed it. Uh, this yeah, is good. It's It's been a slow couple years for old Corbo, uh, and everything that's been happening today has been happening real fast. Real, I mean, real, it's a lot to take in. Hard. Uh, it's been a quiet, peaceful couple years for Tarragon, uh, but I'm starting to see that uh, I was cultivating a pocket of peace uh, that did not actually create more peace in the world. Right. But still, I, uh, Jabari admires that you try. Thank you, and I admire everything you're you're doing as well. And honestly, well, it felt really fucking fun to just yeah, like I mean, bang I out and just like destroy and crush and kill and almost get killed and then get killed and then be brought back to life. And really, just all parts of battle, even the bad parts, are fun. Yes, you know, it, for me, it I was pretty upset the entire time, but it's hard for me to separate. <laughs> what happened the last couple hours with what happened the last five minutes because my mind is completely shifted yes. i'm pissed i know <laughs> what's going on now i feel like we have a purpose we didn't fuck anything up and i think we got to see it through i think uh jabari first thing because I, I i've i've been sort of mulling over in my head the fact that what we did with the king was unnatural i held on to hope that we could sort of remove curse or something but um yes how are you feeling about uh, perhaps the inevitability of the king's demise and perhaps the fact that it already happened? I, I believe, I mean, Corbo it makes a good point that is in Jabari's mind of uh, the last five minutes have shifted everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Jabari was very, you know, unsure. I mean, uh, Jabari and his friends never had a moment to discuss it when it happened. But yes, Jabari thought we were going to uh, cut or in some way uh, allow ourselves uh, uh, to bleed and then 
Maxoro would take that blood and mm. inject it into the king in some way. Uh, Jabari did not expect the white fire everywhere. We thought it was a casual ritual, and then yes, when hellfire consumes a casual room, ritual. It's never it, we went over a baby shower, and it was a rave. Yes, <laughs> very, that's right. A, a classic, uh, classic, a classic thing a that classic happens saying. often <laughs> in here in Alterboro. Um I'm here for the baby shower. This is a fucking rave. Exactly. Um, but uh, Jabari, it is or the unsettling feelings inside Jabari around that act now have taken root uh, with what Glada has said, and Jabari feels that yeah. yes, the king. As exciting as it would have been to be the king's guard for Jabari to protect the king day in and day out, to harm anyone who would think to maim or attempt to hurt our king in any way, oh, how Jabari would want it. But it feels as if the nature of protecting the realm, Jabari's true purpose, lies in defeating the mad mage again. I mean, it. if anything, we failed the first time. The, it was a false ending. The act to, there is more to what we already knew we must do. It feels as though these prophets, one of their main threats is access to the groves. So taking them out is awesome. Obviously, yeah. personally for us, we want to go. Uh, kick dirt at mom. Big time, yes. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess I'm I'm wondering uh, where you both stand. I've been I've been pretty stressed out today because it felt like I was swinging my fist with my eyes closed. I didn't know what I was trying to hit. I didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Mm. I feel like this picture has just been painted for all of us. I know what we got to hit, and we got to go back to the old ways. The hex blood ways. We gotta be tapped. Oh, yes, Corporal. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. You're splashing oh, water everywhere, man. Jabari. You're splashing water. Oh, man. I, you know, I didn't know if we were going to, I didn't know if Jabari was going to hear it today or maybe tomorrow. <laughs> you know, yeah. Terracon seems to be very kind of in it, but now. Yeah, I mean, I think it was Corporal. probably pretty obvious in battle that I'm back in. Although yeah, I did, I, Jabari, do you, since we're doing a check in, is it okay that I cast that spell on. <laughs> On your dude. I mean, I, mean, I know he's you, been like kind of hostile towards you, but that was Jabari. Under hey, Jabari lives for war, and okay. in war there are decisions that need to be made at the moment's notice, and we can't always have a big old conference where we check in and see how everyone's feeling. <laughs> check ins are for the tub. You, ta- exactly. you check in, in the tub. We, that's what we do here. Jabari completely tub. understands what needed to be done. <laughs> you know, it's a classic um, thing. When you are in an army, there's always you battle. And then mm. you retire to the tub. You hop yes. in the war tub. That's but right. Jabari completely understands because if you had not so uh, skillfully and intelligently knocked the prophet Gideon from his horse and we had been in a more uh, perplexing situation, it does seem that at least to Jabari that that was the move to make. So, Jabari Okay, so you're okay feels, that I helped oh, out perhaps Jibari your adversary. <laughs> Jabari yeah. will kill him. One day, okay, and it yeah. will be, and it will be fine. Like Jabari, it might be, away. it might have to be tomorrow. It just felt wrong to let Prophet Gideon kill him. <laughs> yes, and 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 in that way, Jabari thanks you. Okay. Um, yeah, and yeah Jibari, maybe that's what I was doing. I was saving him for you. There you go. <laughs> uh, and Jabari just wants to say, whoever we choose to murder, Jabari is just excited to do it with you. 
That's all. That's all the I, money was. You know, make. it warms my heart how quickly you go from kill to murder. You just call I it mean, what it is. It's murder. You know, it's intentional. And you just call we it. want to do it. I guess they want to murder no, us I as well. It. But they want to, and they want to murder a lot of people. So we yes. got to murder them first. Yeah. I say yes. we yeah. go we through. We, we murder cut the, the people strings. who are trying to murder more people than we're trying to murder. That's right. Yes, Let's, that is the Hexblood way. <laughs> So let's go. Okay. Let's go back out there. We cut the strings off these puppets one by one, starting with Gideon. I mean, I absolutely love the idea. <laughs> I Jabari is electric right now. Uh, if Jabari had any gas, Jabari would be releasing it right now. Uh, <laughs> this hot tub. This we tub don't would need be a bubble a bath. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there are no jets in this thing. So as uh, the three of you um, make this plan uh, to go out and to face the prophet Gideon on the material plane, you have this rare moment of peace before the inevitable violence that is to come. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, in a tub. Keep on soaking. These heroes oh, get to soak for a Just a bunch week. of like battle worn, scarred bodies yes. soaking mm-hmm. in a hot tub. That's a beautiful thing. It's a yeah. beautiful thing. <laughs> Before they go out and do it again. <laughs> uh, sweet. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this was a super fun one. Um, we'll be talking about it over on our short rest, over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N A D D P O D. Don't sing yet. Ooh. Um, uh, Lou, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, I've been listening to this artist, Bastian Kibb. Uh, very cool, kind of like jazzy, funky, uh, but more modern. And then, of course, always uh, my single Coda is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, wherever you get. It's also on Drezzer. I don't know where you get your music, but you can probably find it. Very yep. cool. Uh, uh, Jake, you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I'll shout out some folks that mailed us uh, stuff to the P.O. Box. Oh, yeah. Um, starting with some belated holiday card thank yous. We had wonderful holidays. Uh, thanks to Ian Nada, Finnegan and Frankie, Mark F., Corey, Sydney. Uh, shout out to the name Sydney. Good stuff. And Blow, Blue, <laughs> Blio. Um, sorry, I butchered that. Jason, Cherokee, Tonks, and Archie, Mal, and Z, and Beth C. Thank you for writing us uh, lovely Thank holiday cards. Thank you so cards. much. It's so nice to get little holiday cards in the in the P.O. box. Yes. It really is. Thank you, everybody. Um, and Michaela personally sell, apparently personally sent Caldwell a letter written on burned paper thanking him for a joke Beverly made in episode 84 of <laughs> Campaign 1. And also sent uh, a bunch of cut up pieces of paper saying, ha, ha, ha. So, uh, just, yeah, I, Michaela Caldwell really appreciated that. Um, uh, and I, apparently it was a joke about a uh, Noel Didi being named Crunchwrap. So, okay. Great. Yeah. That joke is getting the yeah. double recognition that it deserves. <laughs> You know, when you talk for two hours uh, every week for um, three years, you make a lot of jokes that you forget about. Apparently, there was a a lot of Taco Bell stuff if you dig through the archives. (laughs) Weirdly, it's all Taco Bell stuff. Uh, Sweet, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, You can uh, follow Lou on Instagram. Sweet Lou Zinho. Z-I-N-H-O. There you go. Uh, you can follow us on whatever. J- Jake Hurwitz is on stuff. At Eaxford Google my name and you stuff. can find Yeah, follow at me. At Eaxford on stuff. Hell, maybe I'll post something this week. <laughs> <laughs> Heck, there might be an Instagram post this week, y'all. Um, Heck, wow. 
Oh, you know what? I let's mean, also, uh, as we go out, let's plug, um, you can go to um, shop.nadpod.com to check out oh, yeah. uh, our new merch. That's we right. got a lot of cool I stuff. I just went and got a really cool picture of Moonshine and a good picture of Fia so yes. that I could hang them in my office. Yes. Check yeah. it, please check out the print shop. Uh, it's been a long time since we've um, plugged it because we released it like way back in like, I feel like it was over the summer or something like that. That's but, right. But there's been new stuff getting added yeah. every single week. Every cent profit goes to the artist that uh, created the the piece. Yeah, so hop on there. Support the artist. Support the artist. You can get any you know any character that you could possibly want from NadPod is on there. So go check that out. And if you're an artist, um, feel free to submit. Um, all profits will go to you. Uh, right. Sweet guys, um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can uh, tweet about the show using hashtag NadPod. That's N A D D P O D. We, we are. are- Lead. He went so I mean, I tried to do the yeah. thing Murphy you used to do, which was just Oh, wow. It is time to thank our benevolent Council of Elders, starting with Julia W., Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., court musicians who have been silently following Jabari this entire time just in case he wants to get a quick training session in. Luckily, they are all pretty stealthy and only two have been murdered so far. Nice. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, patrons of Tarragon's Terrarium whose plants are in desperate need of a professional pruning. If Terry doesn't make it back soon, their begonias will be beyond repair. Oh, Dear, what an emergency. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, King Brightleap's private jet, private pet, okay, jackalopes. They all have meticulously manicured horns, wear bright neon vests, and say, Gideon, do not eat. Good. That is smart. Uh, Pets, not jets. Sweet. Danny P, Elena C, Michael McD, the mixologist, and Victor T, Balner's boy, Balnor's boy, oh my god. Corbo's incredibly damp siblings from the bog whenever he comes home for, for holidays, and they make fun of how dry he is. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't even affect him. Andrew B., Justin I., TJM, the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M., Trele the Crayfay, and Jared E., the Gexbloods. Whoa. Each of these warriors had their blood fused with that of a thousand lizards and now they can climb walls and catch flies from a yard away unfortunately heronford is so cold they're forced to spend all day sunning themselves instead of fighting you know what you gotta get by christopher b austin bonesaw mr damiel r and cyborg version of josh the cobalt plus octolick thurston and weimer's other siblings since they don't have any stake to the throne they fill most of their days with standard rich people pursuits like boar hunting dressage and throwing fruit at the poor you know what? Fuck you guys. Gage M, Sir Carl, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles. The Monkeys, a band of warriors turned musicians who use their key points to perform incredibly precise unarmed strikes on their instruments. Very cool. Sergio, Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sesuani, Tras the Traveler, Jory S, Dana G, Callum L, and Ryan, the makers of Small Person, Big Thing, the most popular, longest-running show on Giant TV. They recently branched out into Big Person, Small Thing, but for some reason, it's just, it's just not to Giant's taste. Yeah, it doesn't cut both ways, you know? Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, 
Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese NS. The wizards who formulated the Sanctuary spell, they made it for Cravens, but never realized how good it is for people who are actually brave and aren't scared and are doing the smart thing in a cool, brave way. It's always smart and cool and good to run. Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G, a group of nearby horses that didn't hear what Prophet Gideon's horse was running from and absolutely roasted the shit out of it. Hell yeah, you deserved it, I think. Mateo C., Knee Badger, Panama James, and Adrian the Halfling Bard, Prophet Gideon's makeup artist, it is a real challenge to put makeup on an incorporeal face, but they somehow make it work. You know what? Damn. Uh, Gideon's got it. Dan, Nikki W., Grace G., Drew Nasty, and CC Lulu, Lakes Groomers, who are going to have their hands full getting the wannabe king's blood out of her fur. Oh, shucks. Jay, Barnes and Nader, Douglas A., and Michelle O., the Eldermorn Green Thumb Society, who is looking into taking over custody of the Dragon Rose due to the fact that Tarragon has, Tarragon has barely remembered to water it and seems to be more into assassination than plants these days. But you know what? That's her plant, so you guys better step back. Timmy R., Lucas B., Aaron S., and Kevin M., the post-war soaked tub mechanics who are going to have to pull an all-nighter trying to unclog one of Jabari's swords from a jet. Oops, yeah, we shouldn't have brought the swords in there. They're going to rust. Austin C., Hogfish's Above Average Hog, Knee Orc, Stefan C., KJ, and Michael M., a squad of elite toads who follow the ancient toad code. Stay on foot, stay dry, and don't ask questions when your squad leaders abandon you in the middle of the night. That's the toad way. Rahul N., Mike K., Maxwell C., and Nick L., the Knights of War Dressage. Their horses do not eject them when they hear a loud noise, but rather begin popping and locking. You gotta get that twerking steed. Karen T., Justin the Raccoon, Nick W., and Michael C., a mischievous crew of sprites who also tried to lure the Hexbloods, but were too tiny to be noticed. Uh-oh. They were going to bypass the grove and lead them straight into a pile of bear shit. That would have been an epic prank. Sorry we missed it. Esme M., Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, and Big Bad Beardo the Mad, the archers who shot the Hexbloods with dozens of arrows. Their accuracy was so legendary it inspired a young Jeremy Renner to become Marvel's Hawkeye IRL. Wow. Hawkeye's origin story. Can you believe it? Jack Mehoff, Eric M., Burley T., Axel A., Nero Claudius, Caesar Augustus Germanicus, and Christian A., a bunch of campers who happened to be glamping on Pearl Hill when the war tents pulled up. Boy, were they bummed when an assassination took place right as they finally got the Bluetooth to connect with the RV speakers. Damn, that's a glorious moment. Jay Dragonborn, Cody B., the Sandrean, Ben A., and Fel Donis, the only mortals who are so chill they were allowed to bypass the Grove's number no plus ones policies and roll deep with some centaurs. Yes, yes, you love to hear it. Dave H., Catherine S., David K., Christian S., Keith K., and Brittany B., human comedians who tour the Frost Barons doing prop comedy for giant audiences. Their most popular bit was Tiny Person Big Chair, but these masters have already evolved it to Tiny Person Huge Chair. Holy crap. The Time Walker, Emilio D., Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S., and Blair the Bug Blair, Barblarian. Writers for the funniest giant TV comedy in Eldermorn in their latest bit, A Regular Size Human Eats a Giant Muffin. It looks like a cake. It's hilarious, okay? Giants love it. Punk Chop, nice name. Chenille M., Argent, Alice, Minette F., 
Pat L and Akutha A, centaurs that throw dope pool parties in the grove. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a horse person do a cannonball, but you should because it's beautiful. Lauren H, Josh D, Janina E, Maddie Y, Alex H, the eldest Barry, and Ryan S. Belt makers who are trying really hard to sell Jabari on scabbards, loops, holsters, anything to hold his weapons, but Jabari is super insistent on carrying everything in his hand so, so he can feel the weight of the steel. Nice, not practical, but cool. The Bone Duster, Joshua H, Robert Crisp, Idrazel, and Brentley C, tiny house builders who built the absolute biggest fucking mansion that they have ever dreamed they could just in order to construct a tiny home for the giant Glada. Micah B, Carly Ann, Clark of the Thunderfucks, Jorge C, and Connor Savage. Dog groomers who are trying to coax Lake into the war tub so they can finally give her a bath and a haircut. She has not so, had so much as a trim in 40 years. Yeah, she is due. Russell H, Christopher J, O, Cole the Goldfish, Gremlin, Logan S, and the Dread Pirate, Jacoby Roberts, Captain of the Enchantress. Soldiers, Pro Soldiers Prophet Gideon is trying to convince to ride into battle even though the opposing army is just kind of milling about and planning a funeral for their uh, for their king, which is, you know, bad timing. It's just bad timing, that's all. Leviathan, Deme A, Bioquirt 7, Remington CD, Mike R, and Everett P, Frost Giants, who gave the Hexbloods their nicknames, the small, the tiny, and the teeny. They also taught the Hexbloods uh, the ancient art of ice sculpting. Uh, so all in all, it was a great time. K, so say, Lindsay W, Adam C, the ASMR, ASMR, Carlin C and Anthony S, the other winter sprites hanging out in the grove. They love the warm weather and have not, and they have taken up the new hobby of river rafting. Wow. The novelty of, uh, of a non-frozen river has still not worn off, and you know what? Maybe it never will. Thank you all. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>